My name is Anthony, and sitting right across from me via Zoom, as always, is my pal, Quincy. Hey, everybody. I'm not going to lie to you. That was one of your worst intros. Really? Yeah. <laughs> there was too much three involved. Okay. That's why I'm always like, just say, hey, welcome back. <laughs> it's the third episode, the third week. Like, you... <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll try and get it right next time. I'll try I'll try better I, next time. I know the unofficial model of the podcast is we be doing too much, but you were doing way too much that time. Okay. Mm. Hey, I, I uh, welcome all, all criticisms and uh, uh, constructive or, or, or otherwise. He says that now, people, but as soon as we get off of the mic, he's going to curse me out. So, <laughs> in fact, he's cursing me in text form right now. Wow. Such slurs, such hateful words. Hey, hey no one, don't drop the S bomb. <laughs> no accusations of the S bomb. None. Not tonight. Um, how you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, just you know, gearing up for another week of football. Yeah, football, football, football. Do you want to talk about your uh, gig real quick? Yeah, sure. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Saturday night. Yeah, we. Uh, um, Got to spin records uh, for a few hours before a, a 90s cover band. And uh, it was a crazy night, like just all together. It was just like three hours of doing that. Uh, some turntable issues here and there with certain records, which is a little frustrating. Um, but I saw DQ here. I saw some lots of familiar faces and... Uh, uh, we can see the frustration on your face, especially um, through the last Michael Jackson song you played. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, boy. That thing was skipping all over the place. Could not stay on beat to save your life. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oof, man, that was rough. I was BRM at that point. Blood red mad. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think I played some fun tunes. Yeah. Had some folks dancing out there. Got a, a conga line going. And... Uh, <laughs> All thanks to your dad, who has no yeah. shame. No shame. <laughs> None whatsoever. Yeah. None whatsoever. But it was, it was a fun night overall. Um, heard some cool uh, '90s covers, cover tunes, mm-hmm. '90s covers, and uh, yeah, it's just a who's who of uh, of people in our lives, past and present. That night. <laughs> Speaking of past, people in our past, so. Originally, my plan was to just go to your um, DJ set and leave before the band even started. Mm-hmm. So while you were finishing up your the last part of your set, the band, um, what was their name? Do you remember? I don't. The Mon- Monica? Oh, something? the Monica's. Yeah. Oh, okay. the, the band. Yeah. I was like, the yeah. girl. <laughs> no, no, no. The band. Well, anyway, so the band is, um, they're setting up, getting ready and everything. 
and uh it was me laura laura and a couple other friends we were like trying to guess which one was monica and like guess one of their names and there was <laughs> one woman that was like that was setting up she was on stage and like i saw her and she looked kind of familiar but i really didn't think anything of her of it and so like the last song you're doing she comes up to me at the table and it's like hey did you go to spring i'm like yes like oh my god you're the quincy aren't you like yes She's like, it's me sarah we went remember from high school i'm like oh my god so yeah it's one of those things that i think i thought only happens in like bad abc scripted shows it actually uh-huh. happened in real life just like i ran into a friend from high school like we both high school middle school all that we um we're in choir together um, forever. And so she was one of the lead singers in the band, um, six month pregnant. And uh, it was great to see her, but part of me was like, oh, now I have to stay. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm trapped. But uh, uh, it was great. It was fun um, hearing her in a band um, and a lot of old 90s songs to sing along to. I had a blast. Yeah, stuff I didn't expect yeah. to hear. Yeah. I was like, ooh, I'm about to get out here at 11. It's like, oh, I know you old crap. Oh, <laughs> there goes that plan. Well, good thing you didn't have much to drink, if anything. I, I don't know if you drank or not. I didn't. I was working during the time you were you were sitting, you know, hanging out. So I don't know if you had anything. But oh, like usual, your dad gave uh, bought me around. Oh, okay. Well, that's good because it was uh it got busy quickly after, yeah. after my set <laughs> yeah your set got done the band started and a goddamn wedding reception came in oh yeah yeah it was, it was fun though it was a fun night mm-hmm. and uh, we just kept you know we kept the party rolling after that let that party have you know the party to themselves over there mm-hmm. and uh we just moved on so it was a good night yeah it was a great night a lot of fun um let's talk about a not so great night Last Thursday, the Texans were defeated on Thursday Night Football by the Carolina Panthers 24-9. to Yeah, doesn't sound like it was a, a pretty one. Um, no, but so far I am three for three on my prediction that the Texans will keep every game within two scores. Because even though it's 15 points, that's still two scores. It's still two scores, that's true. But it was that game. Did, did you see any of it? I did not. Um, You're dead to me. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I just just wasn't able to. But like at, at the same time, I you know, if I'm gonna, I, I I would have preferred to watch them on a Sunday. I guess is the best way to put it. But, but yeah, I mean, let's see. I mean, the the rookie played the whole game. Yeah, he was fine. He was serviceable. It wasn't like he was terrible. Um, your stat line, nine, uh, I'm sorry, 19 for 28, 168 yards, one touchdown, no turnovers. He was fine. Mm-hmm. Like He didn't go out and light the game up, which I wasn't expecting, but he was serviceable. Yeah. Um, the biggest problems in that game, twofold, and um, first off was the running game. We both predicted that since it was going to be Davis Mills' first start, that the Texans would rely on their running game heavily in a game, and oh, yeah. it it stunk up the place. 
Let me think. Mark uh, Mark Ingram, six carries for 21 yards. David Johnson, two carries for 11 yards. Philip Lindsay arousing seven carries for five yards. Grand total, 15 carries for 37 yards for the three running backs. A measly 2.4 yards per carry. It was horrible. Like, I'm surprised Philip Lindsay got any um, – uh, positive yards at all because every time I caught him um, getting the carry, he was either met in the backfield or met at the line of scrimmage. Jeez, yeah, yeah. that is that. I mean, like you said, it was a two score game, but still, those kinds of numbers for any you know, even even a Tom Brady led team, if your running game is, is rushing that poorly, you're probably not going to be in a good position to win. No, nah, it was dreadful. You know, Carolina just once it became obvious that there was no running game, they just basically dared uh, Davis Mills to beat him, and he couldn't do it by himself. Yeah, man, I'm looking at Brandon Cooks' mm-hmm. stat line: nine receptions, 112 yards. I mean, he's really the only thing going for this team. I, Brandon Cooks is going to be on his way to either again voted into the Pro Bowl or making it as a uh, reserve. He's been great for this team so far. Um, but basically on offense, if Tyrod Taylor isn't in the game, he's the only bright spot in this team. Mm-hmm. The running game is garbage. It was bad last year and it seems to be worse this year. Much um, worse. And man, they really need uh, Taylor back <laughs> Yeah, and he's still out. He's still out for another two games, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So, let's say six weeks from now, because mm-hmm. uh, I, I mean, I, I mentioned it. I think after week one, and um, I'm not saying you were dismissive, but I, maybe you just weren't. Maybe it was just like too early in the season for you to kind of acknowledge it. But I mean, after three games, look, Cooks is, you know, your top receiver at this point. Like I said, could force his way into the Pro Bowl. Um, at least early on, he's putting up those kinds of numbers. But do you honestly like, you know, is it still too early to maybe consider him as a, a potential trade, you know, asset that, you know, obviously you're not going to get a first round pick for him, but, you know, would it be worth considering like a second or even a third round pick? Like, just to kind of start replenishing those picks that we've lost over the past few years. Was I dismissive about that idea? I wouldn't say dismissive. You were just, you were just like um, non-committal to thinking about it. Uh, I think because it was just too early in the season. You might have been like, I'm not going to think about that right now. That kind of that's kind of what I gathered from you. Um, but I think after you know a couple of weeks, it's it's something to consider, or to at least start considering. I don't know if it's still too early. Oh no, it's not too early. This team's gonna be bad. We keep saying right, that. right. I mean, if you can get anything for anybody, then you should be trading. You should trade them because is this team gonna make the playoffs anytime soon? I mean, we talked about it in the overreaction theater, but realistically, no. <laughs> and if they're not making the playoffs and they're not good enough to make a Super Bowl, then anyone this team is tradable. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cook is a guy who's already been on what three teams four teams already yeah this is a four team so it not like trading him is anything new to him or anything out of the 
out of the round possibility. But if right. he could, if he keeps putting up numbers like he's putting up, and some team that you know has a playoff run in mind wants to offer a second or third round pick, then I have no problem with that. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, uh, I don't know if I'm just looking too ahead into the future, but I feel like the way he's playing. If you've got the opportunity, man, I mean, take it sooner than later, even. Like, say Baltimore comes comes around, they say, hey, we can't really trust this Hollywood Brown kid as a number one receiver. Will you take a second round pick for or a third round pick with the addition and go to a second, depending on how we do in the playoffs? I would take that in a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. Quick, quick question. Mm hmm. Is that guy's name really Hollywood Brown? No, that's the nickname. I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't remember what his first name. <laughs> so, uh, my you... God. My God, man. What are we doing here? Now you're making me look it up. Marquise. Marquise. Okay. That's his first name. <laughs> okay. No, I just remember his name because um, did you watch his game on Sunday? Uh, No, that was. Uh, yeah, the. um. What was it? The Ravens versus the Lions, and they barely won thanks to a 66-yard Justin Tucker right. field goal. But they should have had that game well in hand because Brown dropped two touchdowns in that game. <laughs> that's why I remember his, his name. I'm like, oh, that's a team that can use a number one type receiver. Mm-hmm. No one is uh, – how do I want to put this? Like, no one is untradeable on this team. Except it may for Deshaun Watson, but for a completely different reason. Um, Like, if you're a football team, the only people that you would consider not trading is like your star quarterback, maybe left tackle. And that's about it. Everyone else is up for grabs. And in football, you can find a replacement. Right. Well, I mean, you know, hopefully, hopefully that. Yeah, and you especially can find a replacement when you're going to be lucky to, you know, you're going to be a bad team. Like right. this Texans team may win six, seven games. You know. So why not? Yeah, and I hate the idea of just us giving up already this early. But at the same time, like, I, you know, I would hope that if, if that opportunity is there, that, you know, that to you take, take it. Yeah, like we've lived this multiple times it's currently going on with the houston rockets with everything they did with um james the james harden trade mm-hmm. trading for or trading russell Wilson, russell westbrook for john wall in the first round pick and rebuilding and now they're going to try to trade john wall and you know a couple of years ago this was the astros trading away guys like um oswald guys like um uh mike pitt uh, not mike pence but um <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about Pence. Um, yeah, just trading away veterans for not lottery picks because for some reason that's not allowed in baseball, but for lottery tickets. So right, right. we've lived this life before. It's not it shouldn't be anything new to anyone living in the state of Houston or, or rooting for a Houston sports team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I just like the idea of you know trying to, you know. Uh, stockpile picks for you know for the future maybe not next year i mean especially after what we talked about after week one i think where like you've indicated there's no one like there's really no clear-cut like 
favorite, I guess, for the number one pick this year, or at least at, the, at least at quarterback. Yeah, there's no quarterback. I if I'm if I was a guessing man, I would say um, Tyrod Taylor's a quarterback again next year. Mm-hmm. Like they yeah, really say healthy. <laughs> cross your yeah. fingers. That guy has not had the best injury luck in the past four years. Yeah. 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 But get back to the game. There's something else I want to talk about. And um, this basically is going to be the, the, like the entire podcast today. It's just conservative ass coaching. So um, the Texans were down seven to six and that 10 minute, 10 minutes and 51 seconds left to go in the third quarter. That fourth and four on the Carolina 39. And that's in that gray area where it's too far to kick a field goal unless you have Justin Tucker. Right. And it's too, it's really no like punting is difficult because there's a great chance if you know it goes to the end zone then they get the ball back in your 20 you only lost you know there's only a difference of about 20 yards of field position Mm -hmm. and so like what happened is they came out they lined up they took a delay a game penalty which pushed it to uh fourth and nine punted the ball away Carolina gets the ball, I believe, at the, like their three or four yard line, and basically goes all the way down the field for a touchdown, and that was that was the end of the game after that. Mm-hmm. And so, my issue with that is, like, your defense had been holding up the entire game, yes, but eventually it was going to break. They weren't going to hold this defense isn't great. They weren't going to hold the Carolina Panthers down the entire game. There are too many holes, too many average to below our average players around why not just take the shot and try to get the first down i'm what are you doing if not trying to win you're not gonna have these opportunities the entire season i've never understood why this is the second quarter you said this was in third quarter third quarter even third quarter i've never understood why like with that kind of field position you know why you wouldn't take that risk. It's, it's mind boggling at times, like, especially at home, like you've got the crowd on your side, you've got, you know, uh, you're going to be able to get the playoff. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like there's going to be a major distraction. And I mean, those, you know, even if you make it, that's a huge confidence boost. That's a huge, you know, morale boost for everyone in that stadium. And it, you know, just it keeps your your hopes of, of winning alive. And, and even if even if you and, don't and you make it, lose. yeah, you still exactly. Lose. Everybody thinks you're going to lose anyway. Uh, Carolina came into this game like a, I think an eight point favorite. It these games don't really ma- matter that much as far as like your win loss record. Everyone expects you to lose, get a high draft pick, whatever. You should be trying whatever you can to do something different. I mean, why are you being I don't understand why you're being like, you can be a bad team. You can be a conservative team. You don't want to be the conservative bad team. Right. And, you know, it just, it makes the, look, I mean, I I don't want to keep harping on it, but it makes the, the decision of hiring a 65 year old head coach, first year head coach look that much worse. If he's not gonna take some risks, like, 
you've waited this long your entire career to get to this point, except the expect the expectations are not high to begin with. Mm-hmm. Prove them wrong, or you know, do something to, to you know to shock the world. You do something. The Texans- and converting on fourth down is it would shock plenty in the world. I mean, I mean, even though it's a, it's it's a fourth down conversion, it's not winning the game, but that's still something that you know that's going to get people talking, and people are going to remember that. Okay, he went for it. Like, um, okay, like let's let's see what he's got. Like maybe he's got something else. Maybe it just didn't, you know, the. the the play, the play just didn't line up, you know, the right way this time. But maybe next time it will. Who knows? He's clearly willing to to go for it. But it all starts with having having you know. Without, it starts with being willing to go for it. Yeah, it's just that basically was the downfall of the game. After that, like I said, Carolina got a touchdown. Next possession, Houston punts. Uh, then after that, they trade field goals. Um, Carolina gets another touchdown, then that's the end of the game. At that at that point, like I said, it was it was seven to three Carolina, and from that point on, the score was what seventeen to three. That's like as soon as that happened, it basically sucked the air out of that building. The momentum was was gone. It was exactly yeah. I feel like if you're even a yard over the fifty yard, like a yard over into your opponent's territory, you got to go for it. Because you're at least taking a shot at, at, at competing, being competitive. And especially when there's no expectations for your team. The team sucks anyway. Let's have fun, at least. That. Exactly, yeah, 100%. We saw that. We saw the mistake he made in the uh, the last game, where um, basically it was a whole penalty punt kerfuffle, and I don't think the game's passing by or anything. I think he's just a, like you said, he's an older coach and he's more conservative on the way he's thinking. But you got to have some risk. You got to take a gamble every once in a while. And let me look. Let's be realistic. You might not get another chance. Mm-hmm. Why not? You know, just go for it, man. Go, you know. Yeah, and that's the problem. The, the only time the Texans looked competent scoring-wise was their uh, two-minute drill at the end of the first half. And that's the only touchdown they, they got. The kicker mm-hmm. misses the, the uh, PAT, of course. But that was the only time the Texans offense actually looked good. And it's like, did you? Did you think you were going to get an opportunity like that? Yeah. I mean, we saw what your running game was trash. Your defense was hanging on by a thread. Uh, do something. Mm-hmm. And now I got they got this game coming up uh, this week against the Bills, where the Bills are, let me get this right, 16 and a half point favorites. Oh, my God. And they have been playing very well this year. I want to point out my prediction about them staying within two scores was on the condition that Tyrod Taylor was healthy. (laughs) (laughs) That prediction goes out the door as long as Davis Mills is um, behind center. Yeah. 
is that is this just a matter of um he's just still not ready or who just davis mills is he just not that good like he's a project i mean they picked him in the third round i believe mm-hmm. Let me, i'm gonna make sure i get that right let me look at one for him david mills Yeah, give you some information. Yeah, third round pick 76. Uh, mm-hmm. 67, sorry. Yeah, he's a project. He's a third round guy from Stafford. I think he's going to be – if he got the opportunity to start start the entire season, I think his ceiling is like middle of the pack. I don't think he's going to be a superstar. I think he can be fine. Mm-hmm. I think he's not as good as a player – now or ever will be he's, he won't be as good as Tyra but he can be serviceable he's basically you hope is a holdover for the next big time quarterback you can go after mm-hmm. whether that's two years from now or three years from now like he's just going to be there it seems like Uh, this game against the Bills, and I think it's at Buffalo. Yep, it's at Buffalo. Yeah, it's this might be the game that gets Buffalo. Wait a minute. Before I start talking out of school about Buffalo, let me check what they did last week. Yeah, I feel like they have not been playing very well this this season. Okay, yeah. no, well, no, they won 43 to 21 against Washington. Yeah, and before that, they defeated the Dolphins 35-0. So this might be just another <laughs> – we might not even be a bump in the road. Yeah. Oof, boy. Yeah. Um, and they played yeah. at home this past week, so they're, there's no there hasn't been any travel for them for, mm-hmm. like, two weeks now. Yeah, if you're any gamblers out there, you just found the first team if, as part of your um, three-team teaser. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, man, we're going back here depressed again next week. It's not going to be good. Um, but I guess the final thing I want to say about it, it's just the conservative coaching, and that's – I'm okay with losing. This is going to be um, a bad team. We already said that multiple times. I'm okay with losing, and we're going to be able here even when we're bitching. We're going to completely understand because we've been through this before with other sports teams. But I, I at least want to have some fun while losing. Right. And – the decision to do the punting at the Carolina turned out to be Carolina uh, 44 after the penalty. It's just, it just reeks of business as usual. Mm-hmm. Like, and like, like you said, like you're not going to win. There's a chance that like, you know, Mills gets sacked or, you know, the ball gets intercepted, intercepted and taken back for a pick six, but it's just try, try mm-hmm. something different. And like you said, the stadium got deflated or deflated right after that. Like they booed them off the field when the putt team came on. Right. So even if you mm-hmm. even if you don't convert on fourth down, it's demoralizing, but it's not deflating. Again, it gives the fans like some hope that okay, they're not just lay, rolling over. Like they're they're willing to take some chances. Let's see what they've got next, you know, uh, next possession. 
like I said, you can be bad, you can be born, but don't be bad and born. Mm-hmm. There was a point where um yeah, it was this play where Carolina went down the field and it was fourth and one at the Houston three and they came out and this was in the fourth quarter and they came out acting like they were going to go for it. And I was like, why are you doing that? You know, we're not scoring for the rest of the game. And they <laughs> called a timeout and sent the uh, kicking team and kicked it a uh, field goal. And I was basically right after that, the Texans only scored a field goal. Mm-hmm. But that can't, like, if you'd watch the game, it became so obvious that they were not going to be able to score in anything that happened down the field was either going to be because of a penalty or one of the receivers just made an amazing play on a Mills jump ball. Cause that, like we said earlier, that running game was non-existent. And it's something they need to fix because if he, if um, they want to do this whole, um, you know, ground and pound uh, run clock uh, running game, they need to fix everything, running backs, uh, linemen, tight end, everything needs to be fixed. Otherwise, we're looking at another blowout next week mm-hmm. or this week. Because everything we said about the last game is going to go, it's going to um, shift to this game. They're going to be conservative. They're going to run the ball. They're only going to give Mills a couple of shots downfield. They don't want. I really believe they don't want to put too much on the rookie, so they're gonna hold, hold offense. Like, if your running game can't do anything, then you're not gonna have any choice but the pass, and that's not gonna. The more Mills passes, the more it's gonna expose him. The more, like I think, the more gonna show that he's a right now a below average quarterback. And that, and then at that point, you're not even giving him a chance to develop. Like mm-hmm. you're. You're just further hurting his his um, his development and his confidence. Yeah. We'll see. Let me log on to Vivada and put some money on the bills real quick. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait. All right. So we're kind of on a time crunch. We got about 10 minutes. Um so this week we will skip the overreaction theater. We'll come back to it next week because I have three. Do you want to hear? Do you want to know what the topics were about? Sure. All right. So one was about Ben Roethlisberger. Okay. The second one was about the Jets, Giants, and Jags. And the last one was about Kyle Shanahan. Ah, uh, those, those all sound very interesting. You know, I can do the Jets, Giants, and Jags one real quick. Let's go sure. with that. Um, so, overreaction theater. Whoever ends up with the best record in the NFL will have more wins than the Jags, Giants, and Jets combined. I'm gonna give that an eight. <laughs> Have you seen any? Um, of course, you saw the Jazz. We saw them the first game. Have you seen any of the Jets or Giants? No, but I mean, looking at their records, and none of them have won a game this year. 
It would be like if a triple A team came up and decided to play. Um, no, a double A team came up and decided to play a major league team. Both mm-hmm. of them were just. It's just depressing and sad. And it's like, what the hell? We've been. It's not like either one of those teams have been great lately. No, not they've at all, both man. been bad. And like this year, they're both just complete. Oh, the child's in the room, so I can't curse. But they've both been very, very bad. Duds. <laughs> yeah, it does. But yeah, uh, whoever wins up ends up with the with the best record lead. Whoever that is, um, is going to end up with more wins than three teams combined. Because I can't see either one of those teams winning more than four games. Uh, it's hard to argue with it. Hard to argue with you on that one. Mm-hmm. So you're giving it eight. An eight, yeah. I feel like it's overaction, but I feel like it's accurate. Come back to that when that was 100%. Well, that was quick. What else you got? Yeah, we're going to end with. Um... Oh, sorry. We're going to end with the game of the week. Both of us pick one game. And um, earlier today, I was going back over earlier overreactions, and some of them look really good. Uh, Browns being the second best team, Mac Nagy, uh, the head coach of the Bears, maybe up out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, the Payton Eli telecast. Did you watch that? I still haven't. Oh, uh, I sent you, I texted you that it was coming on. You still don't watch it. I gotta find it on YouTube or something that's on there. Yeah, um, Eli tells a story. Oh, you know, I'm gonna start recording it. What am yeah. I doing? I, <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> Eli Eli tells a story about how he was warming up and um, some kid like gave him the double bird and he did this on the camera. Hold on, let's see. He did this. He gave the double bird on camera. Oh, and he was like, "Oh, I hope they can bleep it out." And it's like, "No, pal, this is live." (laughs) And so they went to commercial and he came back. He had to apologize for it. Oh, that's awesome! It's shit like that you're missing. It's great. Um, all right, so let's go to our game of the week. Um, you picked the you picked the game of the week last week for sure. Oh, what did I pick last week? Chargers and Chiefs. All right, that was a great game. Yes, it was surprising that the Chargers were able to pull it away. Um, do you have a team? Would you like to go first? Yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'll give you a hint don't look at any of the day games, any of the uh 12 games. Oh, yeah, yeah. The noon uh, games, all of them, except for, like... Panthers and Cowboys might be pretty good. Uh, but the rest... Kansas City and Philadelphia, depending if Philadelphia gets his act together, but that's about it. Right. Both are one and two. They got something to, to prove. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, I got, the team. I got the game I won. I want to hear what you got. I'm going to stay away from the ones I think you're going to pick. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go... I'm going to go with... Steelers and Packers. Steelers and Packers. All right. That is 325 on CBS. Okay. It's at Lambeau. There's a lot of history, a lot of history between those two teams, obviously. Um, and it just seems like it's one of those, it's going to be one of those hard-nosed games. Mm-hmm. I predict, you know, Rodgers will come out on top, probably have a great game, probably have a better game than, than Big Ben for sure. But, uh, I think there's going to – it's going to be um, – I feel like it's going to be competitive most of the way. 
All right, I can see that. Uh, the game I'm picking is a um, uh, I'm gonna say you know East. Oh, apologies, it's a NFC West showdown. Uh, the Rams versus mm-hmm. the Cardinals. Was that the uh, one you think of that I was picking? Absolutely. Yeah, both uh, undefeated. Kyler Murray versus Matthew Safford, who looks so happy now that he's out of Detroit, just like everyone else who leaves Detroit. Oh, boy. <laughs> Suck it, Detroit. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that looks like it's going to be an excellent game. Looks like a barn burner right now. That's the game mm-hmm. I'm picking. Um, yeah, no doubt about that one. No, that, other- that will probably be the game. Like, you'll probably go. You'll probably, you know, best me on that one, but you know, I'm okay. Like that's okay. Yeah. The only We're thing not else, putting money on it. So. Yeah, thank God. The Between us, thing, at least. <laughs> the only other games that that I looked at were Tampa Bay versus New England, which I think mm-hmm. is going to be a better story than game. The whole Tom Brady going back to New England, oh, and then yeah. the, the Monday night game, um, the Las Vegas Raiders versus the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Mm-hmm. I think the Raiders have just been getting lucky, just pulling wins out of their ass. So. I think the Chargers might expose them on Monday night. So that's why I picked Arizona and uh, the Los Angeles Rams. Also be on the lookout for Seattle at San Francisco. Oh, yeah. Division two. game, usually always pretty pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, you're right. And those the, are two teams that for the past mm, eight to ten years have always played each other well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is crazy. Like every game – <laughs> from three o'clock after like i would i wish i could watch all of these games yeah if if it wasn't for the texans game i definitely would sleep in yeah so the alarm for 2 30 and just nap away mm-hmm. um let's see all right we're out of time anything else you want to say my man that's it um go texans still yeah go to te- hope so yeah, whatever. <laughs> Go out there and have fun and have some orange slices of Oreos when you get back in the locker room. Um, that's it. Our next podcast will be it'll come out Monday. I'm not sure you want to record on Saturday and Sunday, but it's definitely going to be about baseball because the season ends this week. Right, right, right. Okay, uh, yeah, we'll get it. We'll get it in. Yeah, I already got an outline in my head right now, so we'll get that out of the way. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. All right, man. Well, um, as always, a pleasure talking to you. You as well. Great seeing you in person last always. week. Always. <laughs> always. Oh, Beats yeah. the hell out of Zoom. Yeah. All right. So we're out of here. For Anthony, I'm the Quincy. Later, babies. Bye.